the MASH 4077 podcast Harry Morgan tribute. Harry Morgan, best known for playing the role of Colonel Sherman Potter in our favourite television programme MASH, passed away on December the 7th, 2011. It seems fitting that we pay a small tribute to him in our MASH 4077 podcast. Harry was born Harry Bratsburg in Detroit, Michigan on April the 10th, 1915. He graduated from Muskegon High School in 1933 with a distinction as a statewide debating champion. He attended the University of Chicago with the intention of reading law, but fell in love with acting. In 1937, he appeared in the original production of Golden Boy, which led to a host of successful Broadway roles. In 1942, under his screen name Henry Morgan, he appeared in his movie debut Two Shores to Tripoli, directed by H. Bruce Humberstone. In the same year, he appeared as Harry Morgan in the film Orchestra Wives, as a young man pushing his way to the front of the crowd to listen to a band portraying the Glenn Miller Band. Ironically, a few years later, Harry would play the role of Chubby McGregor, the pianist in the real Glenn Miller Band, in the 1954 biopic The Glenn Miller Story, starring James Stewart. Harry set off on an interesting film career, appearing in such films as The Oxbow Incident, High Noon, Thunder Bay... How the West Was Run, Frankie and Johnny, to name but a few, out of the impressive 100-plus films he starred in. He made several films for a director, Anthony Mann, and played alongside James Stewart on numerous occasions. His last film role was in the 1999 short comedy, Crossfire. Harry had a prolific television career, most notable as Bill Gannon in the popular 60s version of Dragnet. He would later make a small cameo role in the comedy film version starring Tom Hanks and Dan Aykroyd. Of course, we all know and love Harry through playing Colonel Sherman T. Potter in MASH, but he had already been in MASH playing a spaced-out Major General Bartford Hamilton Steele in the episode The General Flipped Dawn, which aired on September 10, 1974. Harry Morgan's wonderful character Colonel Sherman T. Potter first appeared in the episode Welcome to Korea, which aired one year and two days after Harry had appeared as Bartford Hamilton Steele. He would play Potter in 179 episodes of MASH, right up, of course, to the final episode. When MASH finished, Harry continued playing Potter in the short-lived spin-off programme After MASH, starring alongside Jamie Farr and William Christopher. He continued to appear in television in such projects as Blake's Magic, You Can't Take It With You, The Simpsons, and the popular Third Rock from the Sun. Harry was married to Eileen Detchen from 1940 to her death in 1985. It is interesting to know that Detchen appeared in MASH in the form of the photograph on Potter's desk, which of course was meant to be Potter's wife Mildred. Harry later went on to marry Barbara Bushman on December the 17th, 1986, with whom he would spend the rest of his life with. In 2006, Harry was inducted into the Hall of Great Western Performers in the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum. Harry passed away on December the 7th. His son Charles, one of four, confirmed the death and said he had recently been treated for pneumonia. At the age of 96, Harry was one of the oldest Hollywood screen legends to be with us. Sadly, that spotlight has now faded. It seems apt, as in this episode of MASH, in which Potter opens up the bottle of whiskey in honour of his lost friends, that we open our podcast in honour of Harry, a fine actor and a fine gentleman. We say goodbye, farewell and amen to Mr Harry Morgan. 
All right, thanks for that, Meds. Um, yeah, when I heard this news, it really hit me hard just for the fact that Harry Morgan and Colonel Potter, he is my favorite character in MASH in all of the seasons. And, you know, I mean, I'm happy he led a very fulfilling and very long life. Mm. That is fantastic. And he was, you know, he, he, he had a great life. I mean, you can't complain about anything. I mean, he's... But it's still hard to, to imagine that he's gone. Right. He's, he's he was like a he was like a grandfather figure to me. While when I watched that series, he there was just something about him that was very charming and very loving and very, you know, very realistic. Yeah, it was yes, and it was it it you know uh, uh, not to take away from him, but when Elizabeth Sladen died, I was heartbroken mm-hmm. because she was my companion during the Tom Baker years that I fell in love yeah. with, and I. You know, most celebrities when they pass away, you're sad that they're that they're gone. But very few of them touch you, like like a real family member had passed away. Mm-hmm. And when she passed away, I was devastated. And just like with Harry, when he passed away, I was really hurt. It felt like my grandfather just passed away. Mm, I think as well, it, it's it's one of those um, because he plays such a lovable character in Mash as well. You kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. you kind of because you identify with that character uh, as being like a nice. You know, elder statesman. Uh, having mm-hmm. was very much the gentleman uh, person in real life as well. And you kind of, for me anyway, when when somebody of uh, who you admire, especially from a TV series that we all love, it kind of also closes that book a little bit on the opportunity of a. Not that this would happen, but let's face it, we all like the idea of it of a, a possible reunion episode kind of thing. Of, oh yeah, you know, where they they all yeah. get together. Well, MASH finished in 81, didn't it? Something like that. So you've got, I don't know, you wanted to 30 odd years. So they could easily set it in 1980. You know, it would have been set in 1980. Mm-hmm. And, and, and on the tribute episode that we mentioned before, um, on the DVD, and, and, and he's on there and he looks, he's, he looks really good. And, and sharp as a yeah, pack. Yeah, yeah he's, he's on the great. ball, he's talking. And, and okay, that was, Midley was filmed, I think, probably about 10 years ago, maybe. But, you know, he still looks great. And, and now knowing that, that, you know that the character of Potter will never will never turn up again. It it's quite heartbreaking, and it's um, yeah, it's devastating news when we heard it. But I, I'd really like to just thank everybody who um, jumped onto our Facebook page uh, when Kenny you posted up about about him dying. Mm-hmm. How how mm-hmm. The, the response we got was really nice. And some great pictures put on our Facebook page, um, which which said it all really. I, I know the book. <clears throat> I do apologise, the member who put the the photograph on our page. I can't remember your name, um, but I have uh, Arlene Alder's book with all the photographs of behind the scenes, and that picture mm-hmm. of him uh, hugging um, David Ogden Styles <laughs> sums him up. That that really childish style twinkle in his eye and smile that you know he's he's, he's just beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it's sad sad day that he's gone. But as you say, you know. Uh, Good, a good innings, and uh, also what a what a um, you know a legacy to leave on screen as well. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and he, he he was in a lot more uh, than most people realize. I mean, he was in Dragnet way back in uh, the olden days, long before Mash, and he was in countless movies and and things. And he was just an amazing actor. And uh, I agree. I was crushed when uh, I found about found out about his passing as well. And, um, you know, it's really kind of hard to put it into words. 
what you feel when something like this, because he represented such a great part of my life. You know, I mean, when I was a kid and when I was, you know, a younger adult, um, MASH represented something very special to me because like I had shared, you know, back in uh, the first season, um, MASH was something I shared with my with my father, and, uh, you know, I loved MASH. And then after he passed, you know, I still had the, the show uh, to fill, you know, certain, certain gaps. And uh, mm-hmm. when Harry Morgan passed away, it was like a piece of that was pulled away from me. And, um, you, you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's hard to express in words without signing, sounding like a total, you know, weirdo that, uh, you know, Hey, this, this, this person I ever met, I never met died and I'm really depressed, but that it's, it's just hard to explain. It's hard to express. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. he, he was a wonderful actor. He was a wonderful guy, very classy man. And uh, I, I would be hard pressed to say even the smallest thing, you know, ill about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just looking at. Uh, he, he was in a, over a hundred films. Mm-hmm. That, that's incredible. Yeah. You know, I mean, he is going to be best known for her for playing Colonel Pollard just mm-hmm. because that was such an iconic and, like Med said, such a lovable character. Right. That you know, but that's nothing to be ashamed of. I mean. It's a fantastic character. He should be very proud of, of his, you know, of leaving know. that. It's a, it's a great us. legacy so, to leave, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, we always have we have a hundred and seventy nine episodes with him in them, so <laughs> we have plenty of plenty of stuff to yeah. enjoy. You know, and, and t- you know, taking nothing away from uh, McLean Stevenson, but uh, you know, <clears throat> as we said when we opened uh, our Mash podcast. From the very beginning, that my my favourite years of Mash is with Potter and also with, with Winchester. Yep. And, and I'm not taking anything away from Larry, and I'm not taking anything from McLean. But for me personally, I I, I seriously cannot wait and until I mean I love I love Mash, I love all the episodes, but I can't wait until we get talking about Potter and, and Winchester because some of their work <laughs> together, uh, David Ogden Styles and Harry Morgan's work together is is just brilliant, and I I really can't wait to talk about that it's, it's going to be some fun episodes when we do those oh yeah well to, for me it was like you know with uh with mclean stevenson and frank burns and you know they were they were like the kids and then the show had to grow up so they brought in the grandfather figure and i think it was a wise choice i mean as much as i enjoyed the original uh crew uh i do i do like uh, harry morgan and um and david ogden Styers, and they they were like the more mature version of mash so yeah yeah definitely he, he yeah i mean harry had a great life and he definitely will be missed but like i said his legacy will live on and we will keep enjoying it and i can't wait to, until we can actually start talking about him on the podcast so. yeah, that's right going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. All right, well, in tribute to the wonderful Harry Morgan, we are going to play some of his uh, more memorable clips from seasons past of MASH. So uh, let's go ahead and take a listen to those. On your feet, soldier. I'm Colonel Potter. Oh, boy. I'm sorry, sir. I had no idea you were who you are, Colonel Potter, sir. Get my gear, son. Yes, sir. Your permission to cover up my nakedity? Right. Thank you, sir. You got a name? Mr. Corporal O'Reilly, company clerk. I'm sorry about this, sir. Saddle goes to my office. That box in my office. The rest of my tent. Oh, yes, sir. Clear it out! I saw him pull in. This is my chance. He's got a saddle. I don't 
chair. He's regular army. And I'm regular crazy. Colonel Potter, sir. Corporal Klinger. I'm Section 8, head to toe. I'm wearing a Warner bra. I play with dolls. My last wish is to be buried in my mother's wedding gown. I'm nuts. I should be out. Horse hockey. I've seen these dodges for 40 years, all the tricks. Knew a private pretended he was a mayor. Carried a colt in his arms for weeks. Another fellow said he was a daisy. Insisted we water him every morning. No, no, Corporal. It ain't gonna go with me. Now you get out of that frou-frou and into a uniform. And you stay in uniform. <laughs> Dismissed! Later, I'm finished. I gotta burn my bloomers. What in the name of Marco Blessed Polo is going on here? Oh, how do? Uh, you would have to be Colonel Tucker, right? And you would have to be Colonel Potter. My God, Potter. What kind of place are you running here? Don't you have one competent person here? Well, I am kind of sleepy myself. I think I'll hit the old sackaroo. Uh, capital. Out! <laughs> Out! Face! Oh, you're a peck of pips, all right. Despite my direct orders, you just had to put Be Stupid first on your list of things to do today. We're very sorry, Colonel. I'm not well, sorry. You're the jackasses who did this. You didn't put it on my Silencio! The senior inspecting officer from the whole Far East Medical Command comes in here at full boil, so you jokers have to turn up the heat. Guarantees we'll all be wearing his boot prints tomorrow, no matter how spiffy we carry on. Thank you all very much. I am going into my tent, which is, after all, my home. The only one I have that doesn't float. Surprise! Surprise what? Surprise this. You are the proud owner of your own house. And not the one with an anchor. My mortgage. This is what Mildred sent you? Well, I guess the cat's out of the bag now. <laughs> Paid in full. How on earth did she do it six months early? Well, I believe she wrote in her letter that she saved the egg money. Well, mm. I'll be... And to think I got nervous when Mildred opened a charge account at the pharmacy. <laughs> <laughs> Look at what you folks did. <laughs> Almost like the real thing. We wanted it to look just like the powder house. Well, to tell the truth, it doesn't. <laughs> Mildred's been after me for years to build one of them. But I like a fence that you can set on without getting a perforated carcass. If you don't beat all. Colonel, on behalf of those of us assembled, and, and those of us who are falling <laughs> apart, uh, we'd like to present you with a little something to keep the home fires burning. It's also suitable for cigars, cigarettes, and tax returns. Oh, gosh. Thanks. It's lovely. It was all Mildred's idea. That sweet petunia. You know, she was the one who wanted to buy a home in the first place. I said, what for? There's some fine housing for rent right here on the base. But she said she was tired of living like a gypsy. Wanted a place where she could put a nail in a wall, anywhere she damn well liked. Well, 
Took 20 years. <clears throat> but we got it. Thanks, Mildred. If anyone says there's a sweeter woman in the world, I wouldn't believe him for a minute. Uh, sir, I have a present for your anniversary. Well, this is turning into a real party. Can I bring it in, sir? Please. Wish Mother were here to enjoy all this. It's a horse, sir. Here's the keys. A beautiful horse. I don't know what to say, Radar. I want my money back. In American and not that stuff I paid you. Shh. He can't be more than four years old. Pretty nice, Radar. At least I'll get to take care of him. This calls for a drink. At least. Sorry about that, sir. That's disgusting. Son, to me, that's a tiptoe through the tulips. <laughs> Will you people knock off the chatter? I'm going to be operating on men who've been hit by this white phosphorus. I'd like to know what I'm doing. Director Rougeau, I haven't said a word. Sorry, Colonel. Once they come down from battalion aid... Every month there's a new procedure we have to learn because somebody's come up with an even better way to mutilate the human body. Tell me this, Captain. How the hell am I supposed to keep up with it? I'm only... If they can invent better ways to kill each other, why can't they invent a way to end this stupid war? It was a long time ago, 1917 to be exact, and I've put on a dozen or so pounds since then. We were in France, under a heavy artillery barrage. My buddies and I laid low in an old French chateau. We were quite a group, the five of us. Went through hell together and lived to get drunk about it. What a great bunch of guys. That's us. I'm the one mugging for the camera. Anyway, there we are in this chateau... So Stein finds a cache of fine brandy, and we sat up all night. The shells were screaming, and we were singing and toasting our friendship. Then we got down to the last bottle. This uh, very bottle here. Any of you know what a tontine is? Yes. A tontine is a pledge. Give that man a cheroot. The five of us made a pledge. We'd save this bottle, let some legal eagle stow it for us, and whoever turned out to be the last survivor of the group, well, he'd get the bottle and drink a toast to his old buddies. For good or bad, you're looking at the last survivor. I got the job when Grusky passed on in Tokyo. He had the bottle sent here, God rest his soul. Thank God I was wrong. Colonel, we thought... You were sick. I was sick. Just thinking how all my friends are gone now. Felt a little sorry for myself, too, getting up in years. But I'm looking at things a bit different now. I've been a very lucky man. I've had some wondrous, joyous times. That's what counts. We 
were so alive back then. It was something. But as much as my old friends meant to me, I think you new friends mean even more. So, I'd like you to share this bottle with me. We'd be honored, Colonel. Uh, pass it around, would you, Pierce? As I recall, it was mighty smooth in 17. Well, it should be magnificent now. Just one thing. I'd like to make the first toast solo to my old buddies. Here's to you, boys. To Ryan, who died in WW1, the war to end all wars. To Gianelli, who died in the war after that. To Stein, the joker of the crowd. And to Grusky, my best friend, who just passed away in Tokyo. You were the friends of my youth, my comrades through thick and thin, and everything in between. I drink to your memories. I loved you, fellas. One and all. Still mighty smooth. Okay, that's the old. Now for the new. To love and friendship.